Hello, and welcome back to the show. Welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, mm. the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick Barrett, and today I am joined, as always, by the wonderful, amazing, talented, and super awesome Mr. Jackson Glass. How are you doing today, sir? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so good. Well, yeah, I'm doing so good. I think this week was this week was kind of weird because we were we got a lot of ice, a lot of snow. Well, not a lot of snow, but a lot of ice. I couldn't leave the house yesterday, and so I was like scraping for things to do as you scrape your windshield. And I'm going to pretend that all right, that fell flat. It's okay. We're going to keep going. Going to keep rolling with it. What? I've been <laughs> I didn't hear. I was too busy trying to adjust my camera. I said, uh you know, you know what? You'll hear it in editing. It was a it flopped. I'm <laughs> I'll hear it in editing. On, and moving I'll on. So, I'll be like, um, oh, haha, so funny. I don't know. I've been trying to catch up on Boba Fett, which is really hard because it's really boring. And, but I'm not even gonna lie to you. That is true. Yeah. Like we're gonna do a whole episode. That on That is Boba a solid Fett, take. But we'll we'll get there. I watched. Um, we finished watching iCarly. I talked about that. I think in the last episode we were watching it on Paramount Plus. It's super sketchy. We finished. Are you okay? You're adjusting a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm adjusting my gain. That's all. Okay. Oh, I'm. I'm fixing it live. Okay. okay we fine. finished. I'll leave it. There. We finished iCarly. Started watching the reboot. Ah! The reboot is bizarre. We're about four episodes in, and I'm very hooked. But it's also one of those shows that feels very. How do you do, fellow kids? Where like oh no every <laughs> they're all about like oh this is my boyfriend we're I think I think we're gonna start a joint channel together oh my gosh they're like oh you only have two subscribers and I'm just like kind they're of like cringing? those TikTok they're like the TikTok couples that are like here's our entire relationship yeah. uh, divulge on TikTok which by the way nothing wrong with those accounts I love those accounts I don't know why I love them but I do um. So yeah, well, you can follow us on TikTok too. <laughs> That's true. You can follow us on TikTok at the Nerdiest Podcast. Um, the volume of content has slowed down, although I am going to try to start doing more um, original content, like the how many, like, like what, what did I do? Four video games that should have shows or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that TikTok. is TikTok original content. Um, so got to go follow us there and. Uh, Unbeknownst to anyone, in the last two weeks, we have gone from <laughs> 200 followers on Instagram Ma'am. to 416 as of time of recording. Yeah. If, so, you, if you are here for welcome. the first time, thank you. Yeah. If you're here and welcome to all of the new listeners, you saw a reel about followers. the grandma from Encanto being a girl boss. Guys, stop trying to cancel me, okay? Oh. <laughs> um, no, this I is my know. take is people are trying to cancel me, and I'm just like, guys, take a chill pill. It was a subjective criticism <laughs> about a fictitious movie about mm. animated people. Like, well, if you want to try to cancel me on the basis like of, like, you don't get it because you're not of X culture. Like, it, it's a subjective criticism about a movie, guys. It's a movie. Well, it's I'm a, not attacking it's anyone. It's a real movie. I'm just saying. It's just fictional characters. You said it's a fictitious movie. It's actually a real movie. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Has, sorry. Yeah. It's a real movie about canceled. fictional characters that don't exist. I understand. Yeah. I Okay. Just to put this out there. I understand the implications of what is going on in this movie. I understand all of the deep-seated trauma and stuff that comes from this movie. Me saying 
that I feel like there needs to be some healing in this family comes from the fact that we go from Abuela's apology to end credits in the span of one song. That was it. That was the criticism. So if this is your that first time it. listening and you found us through the Girl Boss Abuela reel, hey, welcome. We hate you. No, no we actually kidding. have to post that. You have to you have to cut that out and post it as a reel in response to the Girl no, Boss no, no, Abuela No, 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 no. You see, uh, yeah, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. We love you. This week, or not this week, like bef- in between recordings, I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, which I was kind of late to the Tick, Tick, Boom party, but it's I still so it. good. And my thought is, there are parts in Tick, Tick, Boom where I can very obviously hear Andrew Garfield's voice being tuned. Now, I understand, like, maybe this is just me because I have a music background. I don't know. Like, I don't know if other people can hear this, and I haven't seen a lot online about it. But there are parts where I'm just thinking, like, just let him be imperfect. Like, he literally, like, could not, didn't sing before this movie. So, like, I'm okay. Like, I would rather have it be real than, like, hear that little, like, tuning thing. Now, I don't know, like, maybe it really was that bad. And it's not, like, it doesn't detract from the greatness of the movie at all. I still think it's an incredible movie. But it's just those little parts that I'm like, why? Like, like, why is the standard perfect? Like, let him mm-hmm. mess it up a little. That's so human. Yeah. I don't understand. That has more to do with, like, tuning for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And that's more of a Hollywood thing. That's not necessarily... Like, I'm sure it wasn't a big deal, but then everyone's like, oh, it won't sound good if he's yeah. not auto-tuned. So, you know... Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know how bad or good the well, there's a difference. Is. There's a difference between auto-tuning and vocal-tuning. Auto-tuning tunes every single note to be perfect, and that's why it sounds so unnatural, where vocal tuning only takes the ones that are bad, and, like, you intentionally choose where to put it on, like, the spectrum. But I also Mm -hmm. think, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda has been proven not to be an incredible singer, but they're not tuning him super intensely, so I don't know. Okay, okay. It's so weird that you say that, because Megan literally asked me a couple of nights ago, we were on the phone, and she was like, do you ever wonder if Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, do you ever notice that he's not, he's like, not that good of a singer? Yeah. And I'm like, where is this revolution against <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda coming from? Like, I, I've never had any issue with him no. singing. Like, that's never been an issue for me. So I'm like, what the heck, guys? What 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 happened? It's just like what happened. It just goes to prove that like, when you get to a point where you're successful enough, people just make up things to be mad about, because like he's just such a talented writer, and like it's not like he's a bad singer. Like he like he wrote all like most of Hamilton. He did so such good work there that I'm just like, who cares if he's not a perfect singer? That's why he doesn't sing. Well, <laughs> he raps. I mean, to be fair, he he did have four movies last year that he yeah. was credited on. In the Heights, which was good-ish, mm-hmm. um, really long. Uh, Vivo, which was just borderline, Fine. like, <laughs> mediocre, like, yeah. meh. And then there was um, Tick, Tick, Boom, which I haven't seen yet. And then Encanto, which was, of course, really good and apparently really controversial. Apparently. Um, oh, Jackson has a dog now. That's a first. You never picked up your dog. 
I've had on the podcast. we've had to stop because dogs have gotten like rowdy. But never Is that the dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sick. <laughs> Live canceling on the All podcast. Right, How dare you be loud? Oh gosh, dog. she's caught in my headphones. Alright, goodbye. <laughs> in well, actually, speaking of movies, I will say, um, I to kind of are you done with your week? Can yeah. I, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so to transition into my week, I'll start by saying I watched a movie this week. I watched the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. It was really good. Um one thing I will say is that if you haven't seen the aliens in this movie, I okay, Hollywood. Listen, I I just want to have a conversation. What is it with all movie aliens looking like dinosaurs on steroids? Like, I'm just saying, like the alien from Alien. Well, mm-hmm. actually, that one's kind of original. No one's ever tried to do that again. Um, but also, what is it with like villains? Or, like, antagonistic creatures mm-hmm. having four legs, claws, and crawling around. Because I just finished Metroid Dread. If you follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. you saw that I posted um, a review. And the main, like, antagonistic force in that movie is the Emmys. Or not movie, game. Is, <laughs> is the Emmys. And they're robots that literally crawl Emmys. around on all <laughs> fours. And, like, they can move around and they're super agile. And it's like, I see that. And then I watch The Tomorrow War and it's basically the same thing. And I'm like... I mean, isn't it okay. similar in A Quiet Place, too? I don't know. I haven't seen either oh. of the Quiet Places. I really need to watch it. I somehow have not gotten okay. spoiled on either of Let's them. Let's watch A Quiet Place together, because that's legit one of my favorite movies. I think, like, I don't know. It's so incredible. I'm not going to say too much. Also, I think of Stranger Things. Like, it kind of kind of has that same vibe yeah. of, like, the four legs. And, like, I think it's also a similar thing to have, like, almost a flower bloom type head. Where, like, it just opens up and there's, like, teeth and whatever. And there's teeth inside of it. Yeah. I have a yeah, theory I don't know about, about the Tomorrow War. I think that movie is secretly about rogue Pokemon. That's just a theory. I don't... But, I hey, will say, the one, thing that, the one thing that strikes me as weird is, like, I thought the movie was going to end on a cliffhanger. Because mm-hmm. before it came out, they had already greenlit a sequel. And I was like, oh... Well, that usually means it's ending on some sort of cliffhanger. The day after Tomorrow War. We're going to need a sequel. Like, it's a part two type movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I watched it, and it was like a complete story from start to finish. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, so what is the sequel going to be about? (laughs) I I Googled it to see if they put a synopsis out, and apparently no one knows. Mm Because I guess they're in the early stages of pre-production. So, who knows? Uh, We'll find out. Good Another thing about the Aside from that. Sorry, I, I really like the Tomorrow War. So I think what's no, interesting no, okay. what's interesting about the Tomorrow War is how it switches genres halfway through, because it starts it is like this action like thriller flick where it's like or like war movie type like oh we're gonna go get a, and of course there's aliens but they're more like oh we're going to war we're gonna like save our country type thing, and then halfway through they're like we're going into the science of these aliens and it turns more into a sci-fi alien thing, which I'm not a fan of alien movies, but I think that one is really good. I'd also like to say that sequence in like near the middle, closer to the beginning where they first land in the future. Like there's like a 20 minute sprit where they're like, head into battle with these aliens going through buildings and whatnot that might be the most intense like action sequence i've ever seen in a movie 
Like, I like when I watched that, we paused it and went, <sighs> like, that is a, like, it's so good. I will say, I will say, I think one of my favorite parts of the movie, I don't remember his name, but it was the black guy who was like the comedic relief mm-hmm. of the film. When they first see the aliens in that uh, staircase, yeah, and they're coming at him, he's just like, "Shoot, shoot, shoot, shoot!" Like, but not actually saying "shoot," saying the bad word. I was like, "That's me. That's mm-hmm. me in that situation. Yeah. I would be shooting at it because that's how I play <laughs> video games. I'm just like, ah, shoot, <laughs> shoot, 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 shoot." Ah, ah. That's how I played Metroid. Man, man it was terrifying. You should have been like, oh, there the first time I played you. Fallout Four because I don't play M-rated games ever. And I was like, "All right, that looks cool. I'll try it." And then there's just like these bugs crawling around, and so like they're they're like not even that scary, but it just surprised me, and so I'm just like, ah! and it was Got him. it was very very entertaining, man. So aside from the Tomorrow War, um, needless to say, my week has been a little hectic, or like my weeks because mm-hmm. it's been two weeks. Um, so immediately after recording the last podcast that <laughs> Friday. I decided to go out and see a movie mm-hmm. at the theater because there was a new one that mm-hmm. had just come out, and I was like, shoot, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Literally on my way to the movie theater, I'm about to get in the turn lane to turn into the theater, and I slam on my brakes to keep to from hitting the guy in front of me because he slammed on his brakes. The guy behind me, all I hear is just tires screech, and then I hear a <laughs> and I kind of jolt forward, and I was like, Oh, shoot. <laughs> Except I didn't say shoot. I was like, oh, man, are you kidding me? He so said, I pull oh, off darn. To the side. I, yeah, so I got – it's nothing serious. I'm fine. The person driving is fine. Um, it was it was really just a fender bender. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my exhaust pipe is, like, leaning down, and the bumper is wiped out. So that will get fixed eventually. <laughs> but that was nice because I was then, like – not traumatized, but I was, like, more anxious to drive than normal. Yeah, like, I was driving home because I didn't see the movie. I just turned around and went back home. I was like, yeah, no. I, I had already waited, like, 30 <laughs> minutes for the for the cops yeah. to show up, and then they never did. So we just, like, did the info swap or whatever. Um, and I was like, I've already missed the movie. There's not another one for, like, another hour, and it's already 7 o'clock. I'm, I'm just going, going home. home. Whoa, 7 o'clock. And <laughs> I, was, I was instantly more anxious driving home mm-hmm. because... Like, uh, every time I would stop, I would give, I gave myself way too much space between the car in front of me and where I was stopping. So I was like, if I need to lurch forward to keep another person from hitting me, Mm -hmm. I will. Um, but I was also terrified to drive because I didn't really know what was wrong with my car. I could see that it could still drive, but like the exhaust sounded a little funny and I was like, I don't really know, um, like if it's okay or not. Uh, so I drove home at like at the speed limit. <laughs> I didn't go five over like normal. I was going at the speed limit. Um, I had to go over speed bumps, and I went over speed bumps at like two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got home, and I talked to my mom about it. Uh, and she was like, "It'll be fine. Just kind of like be nice man, to your car." And I was like, "I am funny. nice to my car." What <laughs> do you mean? This wasn't my fault. It's funny so because I took it to a I took it to a shop, and they gave me an estimate on how much it's going to be to fix it. So we we're like trying to schedule getting it fixed in like in tandem with what i'm doing with school and they were just like hey just if you can't avoid speed bumps and potholes Mm -hmm. that's about really all i can tell you like it's fine to drive just avoid those two things it's funny because my car is i guess old like it's like 20 i guess it's like 21 years old 
which is pretty old. <laughs> Your car's older than me. Dang. Yeah. Well, and like we did a ton of work on it, and like it drives fine. I love my car. It just has like those little things that like if you didn't know would be concerning. So, like, sometimes if I accelerate too fast, like, my RPM goes up really fast and, like, my speed doesn't. And then it just, like, stops and, like, goes back a little and then just goes, like, just, like, it suddenly, like, catches up with itself. It's a shot. Um, Zoom. So there's a little bit of, like, a tire squeal and, like, just a jump and then you start going really fast. That's fine. Like, but, like, when I have other people in my car, I'm like, don't worry, that's normal. And then it, like, starts to smell worry, weird, totally and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, my car, like, <laughs> I'm so paranoid about it now, because if you see it, like, there's very clearly little hooks mm-hmm. where the exhaust gets hooked into something mounted to the car, and, like, when I got hit, it just kind of, like, it tapped the exhaust mm-hmm. enough to knock the left side out of that little hook, and I was like, oh, neat. So it's just kind of hanging <laughs> there on the one that's still in. And whatever else is holding it there. I literally don't know what else is holding it there. Because I'm not a car person. So, um, Man, it's... your exhaust really it's said... It's great. Exhaust really said, cliffhanger hanging from a cliff. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, aside from uh, being, like, hit... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That makes him pretty average. Sounds uh, like you got punched. <laughs> You're just like aside from getting yeah, hit. Aside from being getting a nice right hook right in the right in the jaw. I'd like to um, I'm fine. Mm, good. We're glad. I also want to say that if you listened to our last episode, you heard me talk about a lock-in, and I just wanted to say it went really great. It's the first time I you stayed up all night. I didn't die. There was a point, it was about 9 p.m. because I was there from 6:30 p.m. to 7:30 a.m. And there's a point at about 9 p.m. where they go over the schedule. And then we're like, where we were just there, like me and all the other chaperones, like looked at each other and we're like, what have we done? Because we were like, too much. We are three, like, they're like, it's 9 p.m. We are three hours until midnight. We're like, okay, only three hours until there's seven hours left. (laughs) So, so. But I'd do it again in a heartbeat. It was incredible. I just wanted to say that. If you've been like, if you listen to every episode and you just wanted to know, there you go. They were dying to know. You know, I know you just clicked on this episode the second you got the notification thinking, I wonder how Jackson's lock-in went. Well, now you know. know. That is definitely (laughs) what everyone was thinking. um, I'm sure it was. When they did that. All of our super fans. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Mm. So yeah, I will say, um, because... I got hit. Um, I've been a lot more cautious about how much driving I'm doing, uh, just because I don't want to like yeah. risk making it any worse. Um, so I haven't been able to get to the theater. Well, I can. I'm probably going to go this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am so behind. Like there were no movies in January, and then on my way to go see the one movie that comes out in January, I get hit, and then all of a sudden, all the movie, all the mm-hmm. studios are like, "All right." Every movie to the theater. Do it now. I sent, like, you, no, wait, I no, sent wait. you a list of what movies I wanted to see, but I don't remember what they are. I want to go see... The movies that are out right now that I want to go see is Redeeming Love, um, Moonfall. Actually, I think I'm going to see Moonfall Sunday with yeah. some of my friends. And then um, I want to say... I want to say Marry Me is out. Mm. 
I thought I that came out that. on Valentine's Day. No, it came out. It comes out before. Oh. And then coming up is Death on the Nile, Blacklight, and what's the third one? Oh, Uncharted. I don't know what so Blacklight is. I need is. to start going to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't either. I looked it up, and it's about, I think it's with Liam Neeson. It's either Liam Neeson or Hugh Jackman, one of the two. <laughs> um, and it's like, a thr- not a thriller, but it's like a, a movie about... Hold on, let me see. I put it in my um, <laughs> movies I want to watch this year. Where That's are not even playing oh, at my theater. What? Blacklight. Um, a shadowy government agent who specializes in removing operatives. Uh, it, yeah, it's a, it's a government spy movie. Cool. Um, and, of course, um, Death on the Nile. I don't know if I said that one. Yeah. Um, Ambulance <laughs> comes out this month. Ew. The Batman comes out at the beginning of next month. Um, so yeah, movies are finally starting Ambulance to pick up looks again. Awful. <laughs> I'm not um, gonna see it. It's a Michael Bay movie. What do you expect? Well, okay, fair. But I also like rode like, the red. On, Taylor... I also rode the red Taylor's version wave to the point where anything with Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Don't be a sheep, Jackson. Please, man. <laughs> so uh. yeah, that's all I have to say about my week. Um, we're going to transition into the nerdiest, the nerdiest news, news segment. I feel like we need a sound drop have, for this. If we're going to keep doing we this, do. we need you a sound should, drop. You should make one. Like the like the generic, like, uh, or we could buy one. <laughs> you should also make one for our uh, segment after this one, because that's a new segment that we're right. adding. Oh, what? Um, what? Podcast rebrand? So, 2022? Nerdiest news. We're going to kind of blow through this so mm-hmm. we still have time to talk about underrated movies. Which is our main topic for today. So, nerdiest news. James Gunn came out and said that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the last time we will see this group of Guardians. Which means that they're either going to die, <laughs> there will be no more Guardians movies, or they're just going to say, ah, shoot, Star-Lord goes off and marries Gamora and we're refilling the slots. So, it's kind of depressing, because that means that's probably the last time we'll see Chris Pratt in the MCU. Although, to be honest, like... Is it time for him to move on from the MCU? Like, I feel like we're reaching the point where you either have to start filtering out the uh, phase one through three. Is that where Endgame ended was phase three? Yeah. Uh, You kind of got to start phasing out the phase one through three cast and like really lean Mm -hmm. into the phase four cast with some exceptions like Doctor Strange and Wanda and like Mm -hmm. Loki and all that. Um and I guess that's where they're going. And from what I've heard, Guardians of the Galaxy is like Marvel's Suicide Squad, where the roster is always changing. It's yeah. never like a set thing forever. So I don't know. I think it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out on my 21st birthday. Yo! So that's exciting. Um, that so is, yeah, do you have any man, thoughts? I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy are some of my favorite movies. And... It is kind of sad to see, like, people like Dave Bartista and, like, Chris Pratt and, um, what's the girl's name? Zoe something. Zoe Saldana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is, Saldana? Yeah, it is sad to see them leave, but I do feel like it's coming up on time. Like, and because they've always done a great job with the Guardians movies, I think this one will be really good. Like, I have high hope mm-hmm. for it. And, I mean... We also thought Toby McGuire was done like 20 years ago. So That's true. That's true. Who says like for better or worse, 
Anything can happen. Moving on. All right, next news. Um, the, the rest of this news is all going to be gaming stuff because I guess the world of cinema decided to take a break for for a little bit. Um, so this week it was announced that PlayStation is buying the studio Bungie, who makes or who created Halo, and is currently making Destiny. Um, I want to say the number was shoot. It was two point six, 6 billion? point something billion dollars i thought it was um, 2.6 no it was in it was in the it was above five i know oh. that but what's interesting is uh the sony ceo came out and was like one this was not in retaliation to microsoft excuse me buying activision um and everyone was like uh-huh wink okay mm-hmm. you can say that you can say that and he also said geez okay it was 3.6 billion 3.6 3.6 really yeah. Dang, that seems like a little bit compared to um <laughs> compared to how much Microsoft paid for. <laughs> Although I guess Microsoft Yikes. bought two studios and a bunch of games. True. Uh, Sony True. just bought one studio and the staff. Um so they also said they have a bunch more acquisitions in the works that they mm-hmm. haven't sealed like completely sealed and I'm like, yeah. "Okay, guys, when do the antitrust laws set in? When do when does it become a monopoly? And of course, everyone's like, "Well, when, what what's Nintendo gonna buy?" And I'm like, "Guys, the amount of spare money Nintendo has in the bank is literally ten billion dollars. That is it. That is their in the bank reserve. They're not buying anyone. Mm-hmm. They will never like. They might buy a really tiny studio that you've never heard of, like uh, the people who made the Zelda remakes, yeah. Grezzo. They might buy that. That'll be a less than." I'd say less than $200 million purchase. Like, they might just be like, hey, you're ours now. That's it. And be done. They're not going to go out and buy Sega or Capcom or any of that. Nintendo is kind of... And I think this works well for them because the rest of the stuff on here is Nintendo stuff. So, (laughs) unless you have anything to add, I'm going to keep going. No, I Um, just wanted to say, I I did not know what Bungie was until this week. I've never heard that name in my life. Same. (laughs) So... And also, this is kind of like, is this the gaming world kind of consolidating? Like, are these I, are these companies becoming more like the Disneys of gaming, where like Disney owns, like, they're going to own Hulu and like National Geographic and Marvel? Like, what is this becoming? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, and ugh, I'm going to say this, and then like, the day this episode comes out, they'll be like, Microsoft buys Sony yeah. <laughs> for $6,000 trillion. Um, and I don't know. I feel like this is like we're reaching the end. Like, I don't think Microsoft's buying anyone Mm-mm. else. Seven, near $70 billion is a lot of money to drop. It's like, we need to take um, a break. It's like when you buy something. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're, we're done spending. It's like when you buy something with all your Christmas or birth. It's like when you buy something with all your birthday money and now you're like, all right, I need to take a break. <laughs> all right, we're done. We're not buying anything Except else. Except it's $63 billion. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money. And I think Nintendo kind of staying out of it is a good thing because, mm-hmm. like, what what do they stand to earn to buy at all? Like, yeah, they have some of the most iconic characters in gaming, and that's really what matters at the end of the day. It doesn't matter who you own. It doesn't matter, you know, what studio you buy. It's literally all like, yeah, Microsoft bought Activision, but Nintendo has Mario, Zelda, Animal Crossing, Splatoon, mm-hmm. like Mario Kart, Smash Bros. Like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, no. Nintendo and you know, so Nintendo had their financial report this week, and there's two things that I want to talk about. 
Well, actually three. One, Nintendo Switch has sold over 100 million units. It is the fastest console to ever sell 100 million units. It sold 100 million units in five in less than five years, which is shocking. That's wild. Shocking. I know. That's crazy. Um, the second thing is the Nintendo CEO and president said that they want to transition into the next console instead of just like hard cut next console which a lot of people are taking that as backwards compatibility with the switch and i'm like on god just make the switch an iphone and just put out a more powerful one every three or four switch years. switch with just... three cameras what no way oh my gosh the switch gets three cameras what and then like, mine only has two they max out they max out the Switch, and they're like, how many more cameras can we add? The, I, the Switch Max 13 Pro, $3,000. The, the new Nintendo Switch Pro XL 3DS. 3D. <laughs> they go back to the 3 It has a keyboard. Like it, They're essentially I mean, hey, making laptops now. at this point. <laughs> hold on now. They could go back to the DS thing, because the DS is their highest selling I mean, game console of all time I mean mean, they clearly struck gold there um and the second the third thing I wanted to mention which this is going to bleed into the next segment but someone asked the Nintendo president on the financial earnings call they're like so how do you feel about NFTs (laughs) and he just responded and said you know I see we see the potential in this area and we're interested by it uh, but we don't really know what we would add to the space and that's fine. That's a great response. Yeah. You never want to, like, as a business, you, you never want to fully shut something down. Because if they say, we hate NFTs, you know, screw NFTs, like, they suck. Which is true. Um, <laughs> but if they say that, and then one day they eventually go back on that um, and do do NFTs at some point, then it's like, oh, well, Nintendo said they were never going to do NFTs. Love, and, like, it's the whole thing. I love how so you were, like, I, I love it. how you are like, from a business standpoint, it's terrible to say screw NFTs. Screw NFTs. I think that... <laughs> Now, what really bothers me is the news media, YouTubers, and all of that, their hyperfixation on the first part of that phrase where it's like, Nintendo is considering NFTs. That was literally all of the headlines yesterday mm. on Twitter was just, Nintendo's thinking about NFTs. Here's what Nintendo has to say about NFTs. I watched a YouTuber who did a video who literally took the quote that was given he read the first half of the quote and did not read the second half of the quote and just made a doom and gloom like, oh, could you imagine if uh, Nintendo's so behind, they wouldn't even know what to do with NFTs and like, oh my gosh, it's so bad and like, oh man, and this whole like doom and gloom and then for 30 seconds, he's like, oh yeah, but they said they don't really know what they can add to the market so maybe they'll never make NFTs. Moving on. And I'm like, we need to stop mm-hmm. hyperfixating on the clickbaity aspect of this. Really genuinely made me mad. Other than that, I can tell. <laughs> it's been great. Um, there you go. The last bit of news here. We're going to breeze through mm-hmm. it real quick. I swear we're almost done. We're getting there. So, we're getting there. There was a, there was a air quotes, Breath of the Wild 2 leak on 4chan that leaked story details and um, gameplay details and all of that. And I watched the video leak. about it. <laughs> And I read through all of the points, and I just looked at it, and I was like, could this be true? Yes. Is it false? Most likely. Am I still going to get excited over it? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why? Because even if it's false, it's still presented um, like concepts and ideas that could be mm-hmm. in the game 
that are very exciting if they do end up being in the game. Am I going to get so, excited? Yes. Why? Because it's serotonin and beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> that's right. When you have three minutes of Breath of the Wild 2 trailers combined. Please, uh, may I have some serotonin? <laughs> and and quite a few clips of A.G. Onuma saying, just wait a little bit longer. Um, yeah, you do eventually start to beg. So, alms mm-hmm. for the poor? Alms for the poor? Please, sir, so, some serotonin. <laughs> that concludes the nerdiest news segment. Insert music we don't have. Acapella cast. <laughs> um, now, we're moving into our new segment called Hot Take, where uh, w- per every episode, um, mm-hmm. either Jackson or I or both will drop a hot take on, you know... <clears throat> Something that's a hot take, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, this week, my hot take to kind of transition us back into movies because mm-hmm. you know, we're not just a gaming podcast, no, no, no. Um, something I realized, and this may this may not be a hot take, this may be more, you know, spit. Well, that's facts. what I'm excited about this segment is I'm ready, I'm excited for feedback to be like, no, everyone thinks that, or like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> or it's like, whoa, how dare you say whoa. that? That's not a hot take. That's we don't so have stupid. enough real content, so we gotta say some controversial things. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, I apparently said controversial things about in content, and we got 140,000 plays and like 200 new followers, so, so I guess that's all it takes. So, my hot take this week is the reason that Turning Red got shafted to Disney Plus is because Disney wants to try to replicate the success that Encanto saw. Let me explain. Encanto was released in theaters in November. It was their big Thanksgiving movie. You know, pre-COVID, they had, like, their very formulaic schedule, and they always had a movie out for Thanksgiving that would, like, bleed into the Christmas Mm -hmm. season. And Encanto came out in theaters, kind of came and went. I saw some people talking about it. Um, I thought it was really good. I was on the original bandwagon. And that was kind of it. And then it, they released it on Disney Plus. Exploded. Blew up. Yep. Like qu- 10 times the amount of publicity and, you know, TikToks, Instagram, like all of the social media, so much fan art, you know, cosplays, all this stuff uh, for Encanto. And I think that almost hurt movies in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that is going to end up having a negative impact i mean it's great for the movie mm-hmm. great and it's a great Encanto. movie but i think it's gonna have negative ramifications going forward especially and i'm not saying i want turning red to fail i never want any movie to fail mm-hmm. that's just stupid but i will say if turning red does really good in the same way Encanto did expect to see a lot more movies get moved to disney mm. plus expect to see Lightyear. And whatever other movies they have coming out this year, expect them all to be a lot more Disney Plus originals. And it sucks because the people Mm. who work on movies... Listen, filmmakers make movies to go to the theater. Mm -hmm. That is what you make movies for unless you are specifically making a Netflix original or a Disney Plus original. If you are not told that in advance, you make your movie for theaters. And when you just drive them to disney plus out of nowhere like it hurts and i know a lot of the people who work at pixar came out and said they're very upset Mm -hmm. that it got just shifted to disney plus so i don't know it's a ongoing topic we will have to look Mm -hmm. into it later in the year and see how that's shaped up um so yeah who knows we'll see what happens do Um, we that has been our hot take do we think it'll go to 
do we think that it will have the same success as Encanto? I feel like it no. applies to a smaller audience. Or it I appeals like to a smaller audience. Turning Red, one, it's a Pixar movie, which, you know, Pixar usually does no bad, mm-hmm. but then they made Soul. So, um, <laughs> Another Disney Plus original. Cars 3. Cars yeah, 3 is okay, good. Actually, I don't want to say I don't want to say Pixar never does wrong. They do do wrong mm-hmm. sometimes. But when they hit gold, um, they hit gold. <laughs> Cars 2? <too? laughs> no. Oh, um, the best Pixar. No, I can't. Uh, I can't. No. Don't, don't don't cancel me, please. Um, not again. Not again. No. <laughs> I thought I outpaced the Cars 2 debate. No. Never. Um Man. I will say I think you're right. I think Turning Red is going to have more of a niche audience. Although, I think a lot of people thought Encanto was going to have a niche audience. That's true. So, I don't know. It could go either way. I really don't know at this point. It's Mm -hmm. very unpredictable. Um, I never thought Encanto would see the kind of, like, social, like, cultural success that it did. Like, like, Disney movies usually make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Um, But their songs usually don't hit number one. Like, of course, their movies are always successful. They're Disney. But, like, their live-action Aladdin was the highest-grossing movie of Will Smith's career, which says something, because that's friggin' Will Smith. But their songs usually don't hit number one on the Billboard chart. Like, this is a different also, level of another success. another hot take. Another hot take. Uh-oh. Live on the podcast. Mm. We don't talk about Bruno. It's ten times less annoying than Let It Go. And I don't know why. You know... Let it go. You heard it twice and you never wanted to hear it again. We don't talk about Bruno. I still enjoy that song 3,000 times later. I think it's because you don't have every single little girl on the planet singing it. Like, nothing against little... No, I'm just... (laughs) Nothing, like, I don't know. Little girls are just (laughs) so annoying. (laughs) How dare they sing that song? How dare they? You know how it is when, like, kids ruin things? Like, is that that a weird thing to say? Like, look, no, like, it's true. Like I, I, I feel like if like kids like are too obsessed with something, that's what happened to Fortnite. Everyone makes fun of Fortnite now because kids play. Like there's I don't know. That's just something that and that's happens. when Minecraft became cool again. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Maybe it is. So yeah, that's our that's our hot take. Insert segment music here. <laughs> We actually should there come up go. with something. Yeah, we should. Um, I picture like an explosion, and then it's like this, like like this Christopher Nolan X. I mean, to be fair, you did make some. You did make some for coffee time. I did. They were pretty good. I did. And now Food Network host Orna, which Orna, which was a terrible segment with a great intro. and now we have for coffee time that's my other podcast if you don't know um now we're having like an actual music person make a song and so my drops are just gonna sound awful compared to that main topic main topic Um, question mark do we have main topic (laughs) all right we did not have a main topic last week because it was all news but we now have a main topic which is underrated movies because a lot of movies just kind of you know Mm -hmm. just kind of just shoot under the radar and nobody talks about them hence why they're called underrated movies so we have both assembled a list on letterboxd mine has 20 i think you said yours has 18 yeah um so we have a similar list of movies 
And we're going to go back and forth. Yeah. Um, we might not make it through the whole list. We'll see. I don't have something to say about every yeah. single movie on here. Just kind of um, plead your case. So I'll let you start. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to plead my... I'm going to plead my case. We've talked about this a little bit before. I think an underrated movie is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The second installment no, in the Jurassic World. I do not disagree. World. Actually, wait, no, I do disagree. Okay. Okay. Well, I think this is going to sound weird. What made Jurassic Park so great is endangered. Well, no. So. Endangering children's lives? No, 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 no. Like the story. What is it with you and kids today? Dang. I'm sorry. The first. This man, come after kids. We're going to get canceled. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was really good because it was really great storytelling of like, oh, this guy is terrible with children. Okay. Well, now he has to take care of these kids. And it's like, oh, well, that's interesting because dinosaurs, like the park, everything is super interesting. But then it's on top of like this character who's like, like, you know, he's fighting because like he's struggling because he has to take care of these kids and he's terrible with kids. And then Jurassic World comes around and like Bryce Dallas Howard is there and you're like, oh, she's going to be in that role. No, she barely speaks to her nephews in that movie. The first Jurassic World movie is just okay. It's the second one where I really see it. Jurassic World stop trying to copy Jurassic Park and become its own thing. Jurassic World That's Fallen fair. Kingdom like puts the dinosaurs in where they're like, oh, like it's not just like the park anymore. Like this is about like more of a, I guess it's more of a moral question of like, should like the dinosaurs that's kind of weird and now they're in a weird situation where like they're already alive and it's really interesting and i think it's kind of underrated and it has like i think two point yeah 2.6 stars on letterbox but i think like it's an incredible movie with a lot of great action sequences and they got rid of her stupid nephews like i'm sorry but those those some of the most two-dimensional characters i've ever seen so there you go you're not wrong jurassic world dang fallen kingdom I actually love kids. Don't think that I don't. So, there you go. No comment. Um, I will say I'm interested to see how Jurassic World Dominion kind of mm-hmm. wraps up the trilogy. Um, which, by the way, it comes out, I think, in July, and we still don't have a trailer for it. It just feels weird it that we're weird. five months out, and there's no like teaser trailer or anything. Like I tried to find a good poster to use for the... That what we're excited mm-hmm. for in 2022 thumbnail nothing nothing no no official poster or nothing it's still that like preliminary with just the yeah. amber fossil so and of course me saying that there will be a trailer drop of course like tomorrow Today. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah it'll drop it dropped while we were recording mm-hmm. actually um so my first underrated movie which by the way the first like solid i want to say eight movies on this list are disney movies so just keep that in mind bear that in mind um, my first movie is a goofy movie. It is, it, I don't know. My mom, which shout out to my mom. She's great. Love she's you, pretty mom. great. <laughs> she forced me to watch this movie as a kid because goofy is her favorite Disney character. And, you know, obviously it's a movie all about goofy mm-hmm. and I, you know, I enjoyed it as a kid, but then I watched it again when I got older and had Disney plus, And I was like, this really is just the quintessential, like, 
dad trying to bond with son, so let's mm-hmm. do something. Like, like the movie is basically Goofy wants to bond with his son Max, but he doesn't really know how to do that, so he does what his dad did that they bonded together, which yeah. is so, which, you know, if you want to talk about generational stuff in Encanto, a Goofy movie did it first. <laughs> because, you know, it's it's like... It's that generational disconnect mm-hmm. between Goofy wants to be closer with his son, but he doesn't know how to get there. And Max is like, he's too cool mm-hmm. for his dad and like all that. And so they're like, oh, I'm too cool for my parents, like type thing. Yeah. And he's just super interested in the girl. And as the movie goes on, it's just so heartwarming. And there's one quote that I can never get out of my head. I don't, well, I can because I forgot what it was. But it was just like, <laughs> Max says something about, like, why do you care so much? And Goofy's like, um, or he says something like, I'm in my own world or something. Mm -hmm. And Goofy's like, I know, I just want to be a part of it. And I was like, dang. Sir. That hit. Dang. That hit. So, great movie. A Goofy movie Super underrated. I never see anybody talk about this movie. I don't know if it's because it came out in 95 Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of old. Um... But yeah, super underrated. Also has some banger songs too. I've actually like, seen um, I've there. seen some YouTube videos about how good a goofy movie is. And so I feel like Oh, it's so good. I feel like a lot of people just kind of forget about it. So there you go. I forced Megan to watch it. <laughs> Disney Plus group watch. <laughs> got it. <laughs> um, shall I shall I go? Alright, we gotta move faster. We're gonna be here all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I have less to say about this one. Uh <laughs> don't laugh. Um I think the Johnny Depp Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is like, so, like that. You want to talk about a movie? <laughs> He's leaving. You want to talk about a movie with banger songs? <laughs> okay, that movie has some great songs in it. The Augustus Gloop songs, like that that song, uh, Augustus, like incredible. I think Johnny Depp is such a versatile actor that he can do that he did such a good job and it's just very nostalgic for me that was one of the first movies that i got terrified by i pretty sure yep directed by tim burton who's an iconic director and i like the original like charlotte factory movie or whatever but this one is so good it's so nostalgic it's so creepy like i feel like they captured it really well so that's what i'll say i think it's underrated no comment um (laughs) I'm going to move on. You have a problem with Johnny um, Depp's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, I just... I'm, I've never seen it, so I can't really comment on it. All the Oompa I just knew it looks weird. Like, it literally starts out with burning animatronics. Like... Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like I'd, I can't comment. Um, Oof. Another underrated movie, the next one on my list, is uh, Meet the Robinsons. Ooh. Another Disney movie. They, like, just... Ooh. Flew under the radar, like dang, yeah. guys, nobody talking about it. It's such a good movie. Like, I don't know, and I feel like this is the one movie that really handles time travel well. Okay, I respect because, it. Like the main guy, I don't remember his name, goes into the future <laughs> and ends up interacting with his future family. Like he interacts mm-hmm. with his future son and his wife and all of like these people that he's related to. But you don't find out until the end of the movie. Because his dad, or his son, like, in the future, Mm -hmm. is like, yeah, we don't know, like, he knows, the son knows that that's his dad, but he can't say anything because it'll create a time paradox. Um, 
So it's not found out till the end. And the villain, oh, iconic. Bowler hat guy. Iconic. Bowler hat guy. What a guy. Oh my gosh. And the T Rex with the short little I got a big head. And he's got arms. the tiny little bowler yes. head on top. Okay. I actually. If you have not seen Meet the Robinsons, okay. you need to watch I it. Actually, it's such a good movie. I quote that movie probably weekly because. And I didn't even think arms. about it. I got a big head and little arms. I also, all the time, I say, I got the caffeine patch. You can stay awake for days with no side effects. Ah! Sorry. Ah! <laughs> oh, I also, so ah. wait, what does he say to the frog? He's like, excellent, excellent. Are you saying excellent because I say excellent or are you just copying me? He's saying excellent because I'm saying excellent. Uh, excellent. <laughs> the, what? It, wow. Now I want to I want to watch that now. What a good movie, man! Right? I forgot about that. We should make a video about that movie. Um, my next movie on this list. Uh, this is the second Chris Pratt movie on my list. Um, I don't think anyone talks about the movie Passengers. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Is that the one where he like does it with Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> Well, besides that scene, I watched the TV version, like, first. All right, moving on. I, uh, my next underrated <laughs> no, 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 hold on. I think I watched the TV version first, and I was like, oh, that's so great. And I went to watch it again and was like, oh, my gosh. So um, not recommended for a younger audience, but I feel like that the visual effects are incredible. And some of the char- like some of the characters and the plot lines of that movie really inspired me like as a creator like i like i had like a story that i was working on i was pretty young maybe like 14 um which probably too young to watch that movie but anyway um <laughs> and i was like really inspired by like the whole aesthetic of like the space and like but it was like sci-fi but it was also like a character study and like a moral question and I thought it has Lawrence Fishburne, love that guy, and like it ends so beautifully, and it was just, I don't know, I think it's an incredible movie, and I, I like it really inspired me, and not, I just feel like not a lot of people talk about it. Lawrence Fishburne, that name sounds really familiar. Um, have you seen? No, you haven't seen John Wick. He's the guy that I can't picture his face. He's like, he's not Samuel L. Jackson, but he's close. <laughs> No, isn't he like, isn't he like Forrest Whitaker, but not? Hold on, let me find a picture. He's in the Matrix, but you haven't seen that. Like, the... oh, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, who, he is. There, I know yeah. who he is now. That, that's all I needed. I just needed the Matrix cue, mm-hmm. and I, I knew what he yeah, looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. There you go. Okay, my next underrated movie. Um, dude, you gotta speed up how quick. I'm so sorry. Kids, we are at 52 minutes, and I'm not even on movie five. Okay, this so, this this can be a longer episode. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lightning round these suckers because we gotta get through twenty of them. Um, so next up, Princess and the Frog. Bullet points as to why this is underrated. One, it was Disney's last two D animated movie. Make another one, cowards. Do it, do it. Make another two D animated movie. You won't do it. Do it. I challenge. I dare you. Do it, cowards. Double dog dare anyway, you. Anyway, banger songs. If you have not heard the soundtrack for this movie. Friends on the other side seals the deal. Are you ready? No cap. Are you New ready? hot tag. New hot take. That is the best Disney villain song. No cap. Whoa. I will take no hate for that. It is the best. It is definitively the best okay. Disney villain song. Okay. Um, second, I really dig the uh, New Orleans aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, and the the 
something I really enjoy about the movie is that Tiana is the main character, mm-hmm. and she is a strong, independent black woman who don't need no man. Quite literally, to the T. Um, and I, I just think the character dynamic between mm-hmm. her and Naveen is very interesting because you'd always expect like the girl to be the spoiled one who's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so rich and I can't do anything. But it's actually the other way around. And I think that's great because that is realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, we like to make fun and say, oh, girls are always so needy. But, like, yeah. you know, guys can end up like that, too. Yeah. So it, it kind of goes both ways. And I think that's um, really great. And you should watch it if you haven't. That is a good nobody movie. Nobody ever talks about it. I still cry with that, that lightning bug guy. I still cry about him sometimes. What a good character. My next underrated movie. I put, I put claws on here. I'm not going to talk about that at all. Like, I feel like I made this list a long time ago. I feel like a lot of people know about that movie. It's a great movie. It's Christmas movie. Um, you know, it's an underrated past. You know, it's an underrated movie. We need to watch what that is not on my list that I've never seen, but I've heard about it. Oh, it's called Velocipaster. Have you heard of that movie? I have. And we Where, should like, absolutely watch it. the pastor gets turned into a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. No, we should. See, we should. Like, what, is, what is this movie? <laughs> velociraptor. I'm sure it's I, I, A plus. I'm going to add it to my letterbox list right now. <laughs> so you, while you're doing that. You keep going. I'm, I'm going to talk it. about the movie Greyhound with Tom Hanks. And it's, it was an Apple Plus original. We got a free trial. Watched it on a whim. It's an incredible war movie where Tom Hanks plays a ship captain who is a strong Christian man who struggles with the idea of war, but he has to captain this ship. So it's really interesting, and the whole, pretty much the whole thing takes place on the ship. So it's really fascinating. Highly recommend to anyone who has the Apple Plus subscription. And of course, Tom Hanks is a legend, so he does a great job. There you go. Was that fast okay. enough for you? <laughs> yeah, much better. The Velocipasta. I'm just going to read you the synopsis here. Please. This sounds like a wacky movie. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. No, it's literally crime, period, and ninjas. Like, and ninjas is a different sentence. What? You understand we have to watch this yes, movie, Yes, we right? have to. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have to watch this movie. I'm adding it to my and list. And ninjas. I want to watch this year. Man. That's it's great. It's going to be horribly bad. Or maybe, uh, have you seen, this is so off topic, have you seen uh, the movie that's about the sentient tire? Oh, called rubber. Yeah. Hold on. What is it? Is it called rubber? I've seen. I've seen like TikToks about it. Can can isn't it like a, a group thrilling? of people gather in the California desert to watch a film set in the late 1990s featuring a sentient homicidal tire car tire named Robert. Is this like mystery? The assembled crowd of onlookers watch as Robert becomes obsessed with a beautiful and mysterious woman and goes on a rampage through a, a desert town. What? I mean, these are like A24 movies that people claim are cinema. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you just don't, under- watch you just don't understand. It's, it's cinema. I'm like, Yeah, you just don't uh, understand the like, deep philosophical meaning of Velocipaster. Like, uh, is it, though? You'll never understand what the hooker means to him. It's like, 
and it's like, how dare you like Spider-Man No Way Home? That's a garbage movie. Yeah, I'd rather watch a movie about a homicidal tire. <laughs> that sounds like something Martin Scorsese would say. Yeah. Uh, what's your next movie? Uh. <laughs> or do you want me to go again? My next movie? Okay, go for it. Is uh, My next movie is Tangled. I really don't need to say much about it. Everyone, like... I don't know. I feel like everybody talks about all the other Disney princesses, but does not talk about Rapunzel ever. I think and it's a like, good movie. I don't know. Again, Tangled did gaslighting before in Kanto. <laughs> so, like, if you, if you, I don't know if I can say that. Um, if you enjoyed the gaslighting content <laughs> in um, in Kanto, go watch Tangled. I think it's another Disney movie, also on Disney Plus, and um, deals with that same topic. I don't mean to say that in a joking way because I know it is mm-hmm. a very serious issue um but no if you do want another movie that tackles um that kind of gaslighting and, and uh mental abuse and all that um go watch tangle yeah. it when you say it, it like that it sounds presented at the forefront <laughs> um it doesn't present it at the forefront but it is there and i think that's what makes the movie so good. here's what i'll say about tangled i think the best way to watch tangled is to skip the first like five or so minutes so you get no context. Oh, so you mean the exposition dump? Yeah, no exposition at the beginning. I feel yeah. like the best way to I watch it is better. just to start right when it, like, there's no, like, intro. That's all I'll say. My next movie is Kong Skull Island, which is... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um... Now, it's part of, like, the MonsterVerse, air quote. And, like, the Godzilla movie is decent. Kong versus Godzilla is fine. But I think Kong Skull Island is essentially, it's a Marvel movie that isn't connected to Marvel. So, like, it has all of the cast. It has Brie Larson, and it has, um... Uh, Sam- doesn't it have Tom Hiddleston It has in Tom it? Hiddleston, it has Samuel Jackson, it has John C. Riley, and all these people. And it's like... Oh, shoot, it really is a Marvel like, movie. Yeah, legit. It has this incredible cast that, like... Oh, it has, um, the the head demon guy from The Good Place... He's in it too, and it's just a super fun action movie, like jungle movie. That, but like, it's better than like a Dwayne Johnson jungle movie, of course. I just think it's really good, and no one really talks Jackson. about it. What? Jackson. What? <laughs> Velocipaster is on Amazon. Get Prime. out of here <laughs> for free. Get <laughs> out of to here. Rent it. Oh my gosh! Did you know <laughs> anyone can upload a movie to Amazon for free? <laughs> Really? Yeah. So I can upload in my so I can upload in uh, my pirated version of um, the 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 Demon Slayer movie. Hey, hey, the, everyone! Guess what? I'm just kidding. The nerdiest podcast is now on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs> it is now a movie. Um, so yeah, it's actually Kong Skull Island. Should I go over like two or three movies at a time? No, because okay. I'm gonna start. Uh, we just gotta start going back and forth because we're at an hour. Go for it. Not going any longer than hour fifteen. All right. Muppets, 2011. Fantastic Yo, movie. Hilarious. That is a great um, movie. Underrated as Frick. Um, it was treasured when it came out for a year, and then it was dropped, and nobody ever talks about it. And I think the Muppets are super underrated in how funny they can be. Go. Jason Siegel, incredible in that movie. I love the music. I can still sing every word. Underrated movie, I think The Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller. Oh, I thought you were going to say A Secret Life of Pets. Ooh. That was close. No, no, no. Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller. It's one of those movies you watch and it just makes you want to travel. Like, it's such a beautiful movie with such a great cast and such a great message. That's what I'll say. All right. Watch Emperor's Hulu. New Groove. Uh, Is that Loki, underrated? One of the... F- 
No, it is underrated. Nobody talks about this movie. It is probably one of the funniest movies Disney has ever put out. It was supposed to be a musical, and then they made it a comedy, and it's so much better. Um, that's really all I have to say about it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's great. It's only 20 years old, 22 <laughs> years old. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all right, back to you. Go. <laughs> I feel like, We're I feel like a lot of people now. like The Emperor's New Groove, but okay. Um, uh, it's a very niche amount of people who like that. I'm going to say Confessions of a Shopaholic with Isla Fisher. All right. It's about a lady who shops too much and it's like ruining her life. And like this debt collector is like trying to hunt her down. It's not like intense. It's a hilarious movie. And then she gets a job doing like financial advice. It's hilarious. Highly recommend Confessions of a Shopaholic. It's one of those movies that I can watch like once a week and still think is amazing. There you go. Fair. Okay. Um, my next one is Lilo and Stitch. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything that's not a Disney movie? <laughs> I told you the first like eight are going to be Disney movies. Don't worry. The Disney movies, I think there's uh. one more and then they start slowing down from here. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> um, there's two more and it, and then we'll be out of Disney movies for a while. Um, yeah. No. Super underrated. Great movie. Great message about family. Great. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Go. <sighs> Sorry. I got to find her name because. Okay. We don't have time for I'm names. sorry. Tomb Raider. Hurry up. The Tomb Raider movie from 2018 with Alicia Vinkunder. I don't know. She's Dutch. Um, I think like I've seen the. It's like a great road trip movie for me. I've seen it like six times. Like if you can disconnect it from any of the games, like I think it's just a super fun movie to watch. One of those, um, one of those like action movies that if you don't think about it too hard, like you just have a great time. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, um, my next one, Robin Hood from 1973, Ooh. the Disney animated Ooh. one. Oh, so good! I need to rewatch it. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it, but I don't know. I just feel like it's the best telling of robin hood Mm -hmm. because it it takes the story of robin hood and it doesn't take it too seriously either like it doesn't take robin hood super seriously it's just kind of like it's robin hood what can i say robin hood and little john walking through the forest Mm. good times i closed my list i shouldn't have done that the proposal (laughs) the proposal with sandra bullock and ryan reynolds okay some not family friendly scenes that's fine just one or two skip them has betty white rest in peace what a queen you see oh, we we miss, her. we miss her so much but like it's like one of the funniest movies i've ever seen it's one of those rom-coms that i feel like they never make anymore like what happened to mm-hmm. mid-budget rom-coms like it's so funny the cast is incredible and it's just super sweet it's one of those movies i can watch a thousand times like I just love it. There we go. Fair. Okay. Highly recommend. Uh, my next one, one I've seen somewhat recently, Treasure Planet. Ooh, um, that's ooh, that's. So I feel good. like nobody talks ooh. about that movie. That Treasure Planet and Atlantis. Ooh. I haven't seen Atlantis, but I know it's like those two movies are always talked about in tandem yeah. when it comes to like Disney movies. Nobody talks about anymore. Um, Treasure Planet, solid story, solid characters, solid premise. Like it's really cool. Yeah, Treasure Planet slaps. Man, that is a good movie. Um, I love heist movies, and so I think Ocean's Eleven is one of probably the best heist movie I've ever seen. Highly recommend. Where's Ocean's 1 through 10? (laughs) 
Well, you have to see the movie to understand. Jeez. And we, I want to do a whole podcast about the Oceans movies because they're just legitimately that good. I think it's just really? a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just a t- like one of those fun movies that like... I don't know. It's it's just like fun to watch and it's so satisfying the way it all comes together and they're hilarious, have great action. Like go watch them. Highly recommend. Ocean's 11. All right. My next one, uh, we've already talked about this movie, Weathering with You. Mm. Super underrated. Any fan of animation needs to watch this movie. Um I'm not going to say much cuz we've already done a whole episode about Weathering with You if you want to watch it. Go back and look. I want to say it's episode 34. Okay. I think it's somewhere in the 30s. You can go back and find it, and it's there. We actually, you, me, and Megan, all three talked about it. Yeah, we did. It. Um, it was a really good podcast, so you can go back and listen to that. Yeah. I want to say, when we had like some family friends over um, for Christmas, I made them watch it, and then they fell in love. Like They love it exactly. so much. I had um, one of our friends that Boom, watched it. Bam. Bop. One of our friends that watched it literally bought it this week to watch again. And then <clears throat> another friend that watched it told their roommate to watch it and then they watched it and loved it so like you telling you forcing me to watch we are this out movie, here winning we are just like spreading the word weathering with you is an incredible movie. hey makoto shinkai where's my check <laughs> i just sold uh three four copies of your movie well you bought and me that i copy, bought it twice so, yeah you bought me that where, where where's my check huh um this is i uh mine oh Mine, oh wait no it's my turn i realized i that was mine. never mind continue <laughs> um the sequel to this movie is about to come out i think murder on the order sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the what? wild what i think the murder on the Orient express from 2017 is a phenomenal movie like i love mystery oh, that movies one's also on my list like oh sweet <laughs> i think like i've seen it like three times i saw it in theaters i think it's just incredibly well directed and has a great story mysteries are great and if you if a mystery can keep me guessing till the end, I consider that a win. So That's fair. That's there we fair. go. I agree. I have nothing else to add. Uh, my next one is Solo, a Star Wars story, because, come on, guys. We all knew Star Wars was not going to not make it on this list. It's, it's one of those that's like Star Wars fans hated it because of when it came out. But I think if you look at it, it's really nice because it's, um, it's a very like heist, mm-hmm. western, cowboy Star Wars movie. Which is what Star Wars is. is cowboys in space. Yeah. So, it was really good. Also, Donald Glover is Lando. Like, come, come on. on. Come on. Come on. He needs, come to, on. He needs come to come on. back as Lando. He did so good. Come on. He's really the best part of that movie. Because I'm, not a, no, it's I'm true. not a huge fan of Solo, but I think he did an incredible job in that movie. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Shanghai Noon. With Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. It's a kung fu western. <laughs> okay? It is bizarre. It is so stupid. It is so funny. It is so... Like, Jackie Chan is incredible. Of course, he does all of like his stunts and everything that like really make it a fun movie. And Owen Wilson makes it hilarious. Like, they're just a great pair. Shanghai Noon is a hilarious movie that I've... Like... Like... I watched it just kind of on a whim, and I was like, why does no one talk about this? It's an incredible movie. So there you go. I feel like a lot of nice. Jackie Chan movies are considered, like, B-tier, but they're just a ton of fun. So, like, just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. My next one is um, it's an anime movie called Promare. 
animated by the same studio who did the twins short for visions um it's a movie about firefighters that's all i'm gonna say huh got killer animation and the story actually kind of (laughs) slaps so um that's all i care to say about it because it was good there you go i have back to you i have two more um both have owen wilson only two more only two more only two more all right i'll consolidate i have two more uh my last three will have owen wilson um i'd like to say the big year is on disney plus it has owen wilson jack black and steve martin oh you told me that one was good um it's also one of those like mid-budget movies that i think is super underrated because it's hilarious and it's on Disney Plus. Like I'd never heard of it before Disney Plus. And I think Steve Martin is one of my favorite actors, and he just brings the whole thing together. Like these, this trio is incredible. And I'm not gonna spoil it, but um, to entice you to watch it, all I'll say is Owen Wilson's character literally leaves his wife to go take a picture of a bird. So there you go. That's <laughs> how you know it's quality like cinema. <laughs> I hope what. <laughs> Uh, my next movie is. I hope that's not something Rango. you would do. <laughs> Have you seen Rango? I saw Rango in theaters. <laughs> oh, I watched it last year. It was so good. I have not seen like, it since I saw it in theaters, and I didn't like it in uh, theaters. So I don't know. No, you should watch it again. I should, you watch, should watch it, it again. again. It was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Are, you, are we gonna I've alternate, seen, or do you want me to just finish? Because I seen, only have three more. Um. I've seen the behind the scenes of Rango recently where they essentially do it like a theater production and they just record the audio. I think that's super dope. Um, I'll just finish and then you can do your three. Last one is Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. (laughs) And it has the wife from Inception also. Is that the one that came out last year? No, it came out in 2011. Um, what was the one that came out last year? Oh, the French Dispatch. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was the one with Owen Wilson uh, that neither of us watched because it was rated R for like terrible, terrible things. But <laughs> Ugh, I'm still gonna see it someday. But Midnight in Paris is one of the is like he is like I think he's an artist or a writer, and he like starts seeing he like goes to Paris and with like his fiance who he actually doesn't really like. And then at midnight, he goes... I know, it's crazy! And then at midnight, um, these artists come back to life, and he, like, goes to... Like, goes through their lives with them. So, like, he gets to meet Vincent Van Gogh and, like, all these really cool artists back then. And it's just, like, really beautifully done. Um, And I just love the time period. And so, <clears throat> super dope. One of those, like, really good rainy day movies that is just, like, really pretty and really sweet. So, that's why I recommend Midnight in Paris. Nice, nice. There you go. That's my list. That's it? Okay. Mm. Uh, my last three are The Iron Giant. Mm, which, I've heard that's good. I don't remember when it came out. Uh, 1999, directed wow. by Brad Bird. Same guy who did The Incredibles. And Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good movie, and I feel like no one talks about it. It's one of those that, like, if you, if you talk about it, it was talked about in the animation community, and it does not escape that community at all. It's basically, like, I don't know, I don't want to say... It's kind of like a Transformers movie, but not really. Like, this robot crashes on Earth, the government is like, oh, no, it must be a bad, evil yeah. robot sent by Russia to kill us. Because uh, the movie is set during the Cold War. Okay. Sorry, apparently my neighbors are throwing down upstairs like <laughs> the WWE match. Um, 
So the whole movie is set in the Cold War, and it's all about like the fear that mm-hmm. Americans had during the Cold War. And then this giant robot weapon shows up, and like, how does that affect everyone who's worried about the Russians and you know, all this stuff? So it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, my next one is Scott Pilgrim versus the Ooh, World. That's a good one. Super good movie. I don't. I wouldn't Super consider that movie. underrated. I think a lot of people like that movie. I'm considering it underrated. Okay. <laughs> Michael Sarah kills. Uh, the whole concept is really good. Um, I will say Megan started reading the like the comic mm-hmm. of Scott Pilgrim, and she told me it was really good, and I kind of want to read it. Oh, um, okay. So I might read it um, at some point. Um, and my last movie that got added recently is one that I won't say it's underrated. I will say it's underappreciated. Um, the Lego Movie Two. Mm. The first okay. one is not underrated nor underappreciated, but the second one kind of just flew under the radar. It's true. Like, it came out, people watched it, and then it just, whoosh, were gone and never spoke of again. Um, the brother-sister plot hit way too close to home for me, which is probably why I say it's, um, you know, underrated. I feel like it is on par with the first one, which yeah. is kind of a hot take. Oh, that is a hot um, take. Because everyone's like, nothing will ever touch the first Lego movie. And I'm like, well, the second one was pretty good. It's just, it kind of came out at the wrong time. It was a good movie at the wrong time. That's what I will say. I just wanted to say that um, my sister just texted me and she said, I can hear you describing Midnight in Paris and you're describing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do with that. All she said was he's a writer, she, not an artist. And I was like, did she, okay. Did she send you the correct way That's to what describe I it? All she said was it's a writer, not an artist. And I was like, yeah, I said that. Oh. An artist Ooh. or a writer. Oh, sorry. It's still a great movie. Uh, writing we'll is an art, Excuse actually. Excuse me? Writing is Gosh. an art. He's an artiste. She should know more than any of us. <laughs> Gosh, I forgot she was on this podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um, that's our main topic for today. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up Oof. because we are over an hour. Wow. Um, but I still think it's a great episode. time flies. Great episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, looking at the schedule, don't oh. hold us to this, but the next episode, uh, what? I'm sorry. He doesn't, he doesn't actually, he doesn't see great artists. He sees great writers. That's why it's important. That makes a lot more sense. She said, I can't believe you're making fun of me on the podcast. Lame. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) She's actually hiding in the vents. (laughs) If I get murdered. She's hiding in the vents. Man, if I get murdered right here, you'll She'll actually kill you and take your place as the the co-host of the podcast. I'll have to get the logo redone. (laughs) Be so expensive. Darn. Man. Um, it up. Can I file that as a small change to the logo? <laughs> completely put a different person in there. Um, uh. So, yeah, looking at the schedule, don't hold us mm-hmm. to this. The next episode should be a deep dive on the Book of Boba Fett because we are all well, – I'm caught up. I know you're close to I'm getting being caught up. Um, but honestly, by the time we record, you should be caught up at the – Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I'm kind of actually excited for that one because I have thoughts that I don't know if they would be considered controversial or not. Um, I mean, it's pretty we split, so we'll see how out. it goes. Yeah. So with that Ooh. being said, 
Thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Nerdiest Podcast. If you have feedback or a question you want us to, you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website. Also, I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but you can check out the description of this episode on Spotify for a poll or a question air post one or the other. Um, and you can interact with us that way too. And if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or word of mouth is the best way for us to grow, really. So go tell your friends, tell your family, send them <clears throat> send them episodes because that really is the best way for us to grow. Yep. Again, thank you for listening and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Out. Bye! Bye!